Listen, I went on a riff today. Today's episode, really, we get into some deep things as it relates to mental health and your business and how I am seeing many Christian entrepreneurs who are suffering in silence and how we are celebrating that almost in a way to where it's like, well, I'm strong and I'm getting back up and I'm resilient and all of these things. And yes, being resilient is a powerful thing. And I'm so glad that you are getting back up. But how long is it taking for you to get back up? How long have you been suffering in silence and not allowing yourself to heal and to deal with the things that have been showing up and presenting themselves as obstacles in your life and in your business? How long have you been going through these anxiety moments and feeling that depression and normalizing that depression as almost like it's a part of who you are and almost like it's a part of how business is supposed to run. And I just want to set you free today to let you know that that is a lie from hell. And that is not the God's desire for you. And that is not walking in the true abundance that he has for your life and in your business. So I went in and I went on a riff. This was totally unplanned in the way that this content showed up. So I know that this was for someone specific specific who has been going through some things and you are a you're a strong person you are a generational change agent and you've been called to make a big difference but you've been feeling under attack and you've been feeling like you've been going through some things over and over and it's like you have literally started to just create this pattern where you've been suffering in silence because you feel like it is the it's just easier and maybe you feel like you're not understood and like if you had if you told someone like they wouldn't get you anyway so you have opted in to suffering in silence and again sis again brother like I want to let you know that that is not godly it's not healthy and I pray that today's episode will set you free from any old mindsets that have hindered your success and it's hindering your growth because we believe around here that generational wealth is generational wisdom passed down from generation to generation and that starts with us standing on generational principles that are founded by us walking out the word of God. And we understand that as we walk out the word of God and we personally heal and deal, then that creates a transference of healing that overflows to the next generation. And so I pray that you are encouraged to walk into a new season of healing as you become all that God has destined for you in this season. What's up, leader? Welcome to the Gifted Entrepreneur Show, the dopest podcast on the planet that explores the world of Christian entrepreneurship and reveals secrets to unlocking your unique codes to create generational wealth. I'm your host, LaDondra Hervey, wife, mom, award-winning author, and Christian business coach who's excited to take you on a transformational journey of taking bold steps to unlock your unique gifts and pursue your entrepreneurial dreams with unwavering faith. Buckle up. 
It's time to make your dreams of creating generational wealth a reality. Hey, 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 what's up, you guys? So today in our episode, we are going to be doing something really different and addressing some issues that have just been in my heart as I have just had my own journey as an entrepreneur, but then also as I have been coaching women entrepreneurs from around the world. And this issue that we're going to talk about today as we are tapping into the topic of breaking the chains of suffering and silence is really a big topic that most people sweep under the rugs, but around here, one of our main values is that we want to go take our businesses from pressure into purpose. And the way that we take our business from pressure into purpose is really identifying where are we in pressure, really identifying where what's the root cause of that pressure, and really taking the actions to come from underneath the chains of that pressure. And around here, we do that by really bringing things under the word of God and walking out biblical principles. And so today we're going to talk all about that and we're going to get into some really taboo topics, I want to say, that's not necessarily talked about in the entrepreneurial world enough. And I'm going to just tell you now, I'm going to be speaking from the heart and I'm going to be real raw and vulnerable here because that's what we do. And that's what it's required to enter into that next level of success. It's always about being raw, real, raw, relevant, authentic, all of that to really come into grips, into an awareness of what does the next level even look like? And you can't even come think about the next level until you can come to grips with what's happening at the level that you're at. And so as I was just kind of going through this and I did a Google search and just typed in the words suffering and silence. And I can tell you that that topic has been searched 112 million times. Uh, And it had like in the last 37 seconds. And that's craziness because that just shows that there's a lot of people out here who are suffering in silence. And when I say that's craziness, that just means what I'm meaning when I say that is, is that it's crazy to know that there's so many people who are truly suffering in silence and It's not crazy to feel how you feel. So let me stop there and let you know that and let's make that clear. It's not crazy to feel how you feel. And a lot of times that's where the root of the problem comes in at is because we feel that it's crazy to feel the feelings of loneliness or to feel the feelings of separation or to feel the feelings of lost or whatever else that's coming up for you. And I just want to stop right now and let you know that you are not crazy for feeling the way that you feel. And something really interesting came up for me as I was preparing for this episode and just really asking the Lord, how do he want me to really present this topic to you in a way that was going to yield a transformational result and make it really 
practical so that you would be able to use this and as a as a way or as a guide to help you to overcome when you're in that moment where you're maybe having a funk or you may be in a funk like that place where it's just like it feels like nothing is working for you or like you take two steps forward and it feels like you take five or ten backwards and you're just kind of in that place listen a lot of people we get off into a lot of the positivity you know thinking and all of that think positive and all of that and that has its place don't get me wrong because we do want to be in that energy where we are positive it is it is the way through the joy of the lord is our strength but before we can really even get to that point we got to really realize like what's really happening what's really coming up and where do i need the joy of the lord to be restored in my life, in my business, in my relationship with my children, in my marriage, whatever that looks like for you in your work. Maybe you are not inspired in your work and you need that joy to be restored, but you can't go on acting like nothing has ever happened and just keep on saying positive affirmations that you're not even bought in on. And so we have to slow things down enough to have a buy-in on to come first of all come to an awareness and a, re a realization so i talk about this in my book powerful beyond belief and if you want to go deeper into that you can go on amazon and look up the title powerful beyond belief by ladondra hervey and we'll put that in the chat for you to reference too but i walk you in my book i walk you through a three-part framework and that three-part framework is there's there's the awareness side of it which means you have to become aware the second part is the reconciliation part and so now that you have become aware and now you gotta reconcile and say what's the truth and what's the lie and how can i bring this under the anointing and under the authority of the word of god so that i may be healed and that I may be able to be transformed by the renewing of my mind, like Romans 12 and 2 says. So then I will be able to experience his good, perfect, and pleasing will for my life. And so before you can even do all that, you just got to create some awareness and then reconcile and then align. And that alignment, again, I, I just kind of grouped it all together, but the alignment is really starting to walk in the truth so you can accept the truth but then the other part of that is not only accepting it but it's now walking in the truth okay and so what does that all have to do with you healing and you really coming out of that suffering in silence well you really need to just come into that new create that new awareness and so i i just kind of want that to be like a framework that you use as we are getting ready to go deeper because as I got this this message that I want to share with you what I heard is that to use the codes to walk you through our generational wealth codes method and really helping you to break free of the chains of suffering in silence because a lot of people are choosing to suffering silence because they think that asking for help is weak they think that asking for help 
is a sign that they don't have it all together and what are other people going to say about me they're going to judge me we think that asking for help is just something that is negative when really asking for help is really something that is biblical and when we don't ask for help it really affects our bodies in a way that we start to see sickness showing up we start to feel that depression and I looked up a statistic and the statistics it comes from the National Alliance of Mental Health and it says that depression affects nearly 16 million Americans each year listen 16 million Americans each year and it says that the stigma attached to mental illness is very real and it causes many people to suffer in silence and so the more that you suffer in silence that's when we start to see depression showing up in our businesses and, and it affects the way that we show up in our relationship with our children, our relationship in our marriages, our relationship with our team. It affects everything. And so the fact that you're being silenced is really hindering you reaching that next level of success. And so we're really going to break that down by walking through the generational wealth codes, which is our signature method that we use to empower generational change agents who are ready to take their business to the first six figures and then beyond into that generational wealth where they are there's an overflow of not only freedom that's freedom that internal freedom but then there's a financial overflow that you get to pass down from generation to generation so you can see why it's so important for you to deal with the mental health issues because a lot of times generationally if we do not deal with what we're going through we can pass those mindsets on to our children and our children's children and our children start to assume that it's a that it's a normal thing to just suck it up and to keep moving or it's a normal thing to suffer in silence and and go into those bouts of depression and then they find themselves where they're stuck in this this place to where it's hard for them to get out of but we as believers we there's a better way and Jesus is the way through and so we have to believe that what is written that it is so and so if Jesus had a team around him if Jesus had support around him why then do we believe that we shouldn't have support around us and that we shouldn't ask for help and the bible clearly says you have not because you ask not that's not just for personal and tangible possessions but it's literally you need help with your mental health you need help with things that you're dealing with on the inside and as i was preparing for this i um i looked online and there was a quote by Nikita Gill and it says that it is absolutely terrifying the kind of deep suffering the happiest looking people are able to hide inside themselves. And on this quote, I see the image and there are several different images associated with this particular quote, but the particular quote that I'm looking at is in the Minds Journal and there's this male and on the outside he's smiling and he looks like everything is okay but when you look at the image on the inside of his brain like he is 
literally like with his head down with arms folded and like a teddy bear next to him and he looks lost and he looks like a scared little boy despite being a grown man and looks like he's just at the end of his rope how many of you feel that way how many of you have ever been in that place i know that i have and i know that it doesn't matter at what level of success that that I still feel those feelings and those feelings come up and they're very real. And I know that it's part of the journey for us to feel the feelings, but to deal with those feelings. It's not for us as believers. We don't sit in that place because when we sit into that place, then it causes a disconnection. And so that disconnection, not only do we disconnect from the goodness of God, but we disconnect even from ourselves. And when we start to disconnect from ourselves, we start to also disconnect from the world around us. And when we disconnect from the world around us and we're starting to pull away and we're not answering our phone or our emails and we're just in this, this dark place and find it hard to get up out of bed and we're finding it hard to find inspiration to go about our businesses and to keep moving and it's just everything feels heavy and everything feels hard listen leader those are signs that you need to stop and to assess the situation and to seek help and the way that i'm going to empower you to do that is just in taking an analysis and to walk yourself through it is through our generational again like i said our generational wealth coast method and we're just gonna we're gonna go ahead and get into it but i wanted to set the the framework for it and so we're gonna do this differently it's going to because normally we do this with a business mindset but we're gonna go walk through the codes with a from a mental health standpoint and not only from mental health but including our faith in this to take a different approach on things okay so the C for us in the generational wealth codes method, it's all about creativity. And so when you look at the word creativity and the way that we have this set up in the codes is that we understand that we are made in Jesus, his likeness and his image. And since then we are made in his likeness and his image, we are powerful creators. The very first thing that he did was he created and so he created an environment he created an an atmosphere that would be the atmosphere that would be good for man to live in an atmosphere for the creation to live in and so when we think about this from a mental health standpoint and we're in that place where we are suffering in silence hear me Hear me. And when we're in that place where we're suffering in silence, we need to go back and remember that we are powerful creators. And as powerful creators, we have within us the power to create something new and new. And when I say something new, we can create a new atmosphere. We can step out of that position of pressure and that position of pain and we can step out of that position of hurt and we can create an atmosphere that is conducive to healing and when I think about that I think about uh, the scripture that came up for me is 
Ezekiel 36 and 26. And it says that I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. Listen here. Listen, please don't run by these words that I'm telling you. So as we're creating a new atmosphere, the first place that we want to create a new atmosphere is in our heart. We want to create a new atmosphere because the Bible speaks so many things about the heart above all. Guard your heart because from it flows the issues of life above all, like guard your heart, guard your heart. And so it is the part where you think and you feel and you even decide in your heart. And so it's so important for us to really get into create an atmosphere in our heart that is conducive, that is ready for healing, one that is receptive to healing. And we got to, so we got to just step out of the situation and become, by becoming aware of what even got us here. Why are we feeling the way that we're feeling? Because see, if you have a heart of stone, that means that some part of you have a hardened in an area, maybe you've hardened in an area, your heart is hardened in an area of finances because you feel like you've been trying and trying and no matter how hard you try, that it feels like your efforts are in vain. And so now you feel like God is, is not listening or maybe you're not good enough or Maybe you're forgotten or maybe you don't deserve it. And so now your heart is hardened and you don't feel you're not feeling anymore because again, like I say, you're hardened. And when your, your heart is hardened, you start to draw back and you start to suppress your emotions and you start to disconnect. Like I say, not only from God yourself and the world around you. And this happens in phases. And so where the very first step in this is that I want you to think about where have I hardened my heart? Like what is the real issue that's going on for me? Is it in my finances? Have I hardened my heart against my, my spouse? And I feel like I'm never getting his or her support. Um, and I, I just need that support for my spouse. Or maybe you feel like you're hardened, you've hardened your heart from communities that you've been in and you feel like you haven't been, been appreciated. Or maybe you've hardened your heart against God himself because you feel again that God is, he's just, he hasn't come through for you. And you feel like you've been praying and praying and praying and God hasn't showed up. Maybe you feel like how the Israelites felt when they were in bondage and slavery for years, hundreds of years. Maybe you feel that way and now your heart, you have a heart of stone. But he said, I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit in you. And so in order for you to receive that new spirit, you have to be able, be willing to receive. You got to open up your heart to receive. And the only way that you can open up your heart to receive is that you become aware of the issue. And then you start to 
reconcile with whatever that issue is going on and ask the Lord, what is the truth? What is the truth? Father God, is what is the truth? And a lot of times the truth comes in the remembering, right? And so when I look at Deuteronomy and I'm just speaking to you because we're just, we're just talking. We're just talking as friends as though we're having a cup of coffee and I just want to remind you of some things. That's what I'm here to do today is I just want to remind you of some things. And when you look at Deuteronomy, he just, he just kept saying, remember, remember, remember. Basically, if I brought you through this, then remember, I will bring you through again. Everything has its timing and its season. And you always got to remember that God is always, he's going to go before you. He is your helper. He is your rescuer. You are not forgotten. And one thing that, and we'll get into this a little bit more, but you, you got to be willing to trust the process. Okay. And so when you, so now we just want to, in this step of the C, creativity is we want to create an atmosphere of healing by opening up our heart to receive the new spirit, becoming aware of where we have a heart of stone. And then we're asking the Lord to give us a heart of flesh. And when we're asking the Lord to give us a heart of flesh, we're asking him to help us to feel again, help us to feel his presence again, help us to feel hope again, help us to feel life again, enter into our body. Maybe we're just existing. Maybe we're just going through the motions. Maybe we're just showing up and we're living, but it like a light, we're just living and existing, but maybe it's that uh, how that saying is going. It's almost like you're living to die, and but you're not living with an eternal perspective that there's more, and you're actually living in the the existence of the more and the eternal right now. And just whatever is coming next is just greater. It's just greater. And so allow life to come back into your life. Now let's go off into the O. And so for us, the O is operations. And so when we think about the operations, I want us to think about the operations and how our situation, the operations of our situation and like what's really going on, right? And so when I say that, so the operations is all about the structure. So when we think about structure, this is the the bones of it could be the bones of your business it's the bones but how we're going to go at it in this situation as it relates to your healing we're going to talk literally about your bones <laughs> the bones in your body your body is just we're just going to say the way your body is set up right and so if you're in that situation where you've been suffering in silence uh, maybe it's that you need to bring order back to a lifeless situation and so you may be feeling in your body that things are chaotic. Maybe you feel like your health is chaotic. Maybe you feel like your finances is chaotic. Maybe you feel like the structure of your business, it's chaotic. Maybe you feel that your marriage is chaotic. And so when we think about bones, the bones of our body, the bones make up the structure of our body. They are literally the thing that holds up our body. 
And so if our bones are out of order, then our entire body begins to be out of order. And so we want to think about when we're suffering in silence, where do we need to bring order back into a lifeless situation? I literally want you to ask yourself that question. Where do I need to bring order back into the lifeless situation that I'm in right now? Okay. And when I think about that, I am, I thought about Ezekiel 37 and one, and this is, is talking about the Valley of the dry bones and Ezekiel is in a situation where the Lord has led him out into the wilderness and God is really training him up to be the prophet that he is being called to be. And so he's, and he's teaching him, he's teaching him some things. And it says that the Lord, he led me, he led me among some dry bones and a great many dry bones. And many of us have felt that they we're looking around where in this place. And one of the reasons why we are in that place where we're suffering in silence, maybe we feel like the Lord has led us out into a wilderness place. And we're in this wilderness place, this great in the middle of a valley situation. And we're feeling like we're among a great many dry bones and financially in, in, in our relationships and in the, the, the way that our business is going. And so the Lord asked him, he said, son of man, can the, these bones live? So where we're going to bring some hope back in and to the operations of our life and in our business and bring some hope back into something that feels like it's out of order in a, and that we're in a very dry situation. We want to bring back things. We're going to bring back order and put things back into perspective. So God was challenging by asking him, does, uh, can these bones live? He said, he asked me, son of man, son of man. So first of all, he identified him. He called him by his identity, son of man, son of man. Can these bones live? And I said, sovereign Lord, you alone, you alone know. And so it's like, instead of us trying to take on the weight of the world and trying to figure out, can the bones in our situation live? First and foremost, we got to recognize that we are, we are sons we are daughters. We have we have access to the one who can. So I don't know on my own if this can if this can work. But Lord, He said, "You alone know." And so it's like if we can put things back into His proper perspective, and that we stop trying to hold everything by ourselves and try to figure out everything by ourselves, and to partner with Christ. And say in his wisdom and say, Lord, sovereign Lord, you alone know. So now I'm not going based on what I know, but I'm going on who I know and what he knows. And when you can come from that perspective, you're coming from a surrender perspective and you're moving yourself out of pressure and you're starting to move yourself into that place to where now there is, there's power. Now there is authority. And when we move on down, then it says that the Lord, it says that he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. 
This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you, make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. And it goes on to say that I prophesied as I was commanded. I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together, bone to bone. For how many of you are in that situation where you've been in that dry bone situation and you're saying, God, I don't know what to do. So when you're in that situation, now this is your opportunity to say, God, I don't know what to do, but you do. And you lean in and ask, what do you do? Lean in to be guided by the Holy Spirit. And he will give you the words to say, to prophesy into your situation, to encourage your broken heart. He will give you the a word to, to go in and look up in the Bible. He will give you a step that you need to take to increase your financial situation. He will give you a strategy that you need to go out and increase your marketing or whatever the case is. He will give you what you need. But the first thing we have to be willing to do is to surrender. Number one, Number two, to stop carrying the burden on our own. Number three, to tap into not only what we know, but to elevate into who we know. And number four, then to have a receptive ear to hear. And so he heard what the Lord said, and then he did what the Lord told him to do. And when he did what the Lord told him to do, it brought structure back into a chaotic situation. And what was very dry, there became a rattling. How many of us need to hear a rattling in our situation to bring some hope back to it, to bring some life back to that inspiration and the reason why we started our business. How many of us need to feel that breath coming back into us? That breath is sign that life is coming back, entering back into the body. We need to allow life to enter back into our mind and back into our bodies and allow the Holy Spirit to do a work in us so that we can feel again, so that we can stand up again, so that we can be all who he said that we, that we already are, that we already are. And so where do you need to witness that kind of miracle in your life. See, a lot of times we put a miracle to, oh, that was something Old Testament. Let me tell you, miracles are still happening now. And within you is the ability to, to speak to a situation, to speak to your situation under the anointing of the Holy Spirit and call a dead situation, a very dry situation back to life and bring order back from out of chaos. You have the power within you to do that. And I heard when I was at a, I don't know what it's called. We're just going to call it a conference. It's not a conference, but it was like a Bible study or something like that. And one of the ladies, she said, instead of looking for a breakthrough, be a breakthrough. Ain't that a word all in itself? See, a lot of times we're looking for a breakthrough. I need somebody, you know, to come through. I need this what if I just be a breakthrough in my own situation and I, you activate the word of God and I start to tap into the Lord 
into the word of God and I start to ask for the words that I need to prophesy into my situation so that I may be able to see life come back into my life, see life come back into my business, see life come back into my marriage, see life come back into the my the business inspiration, my team and everything else. Y'all, let's get into the next one, the D, because I didn't, I didn't plan for this. So I know someone needs this and I pray that you are receiving these words exactly how you received it. Don't, don't look at this as a, just another podcast, because see, if we want to talk about creating generational wealth, we have to tap into generational wisdom and that generational wisdom that we receive, it comes directly from the word of God. And, and it's how we, and wisdom comes in how we apply that, which we are reading. So the word tells us, don't just be a hearer of a word of the word, but do something with what you heard. Don't forget what you've, what you've taken in. It's like looking into the mirror and then walking off and forgetting the, the image that you just saw. Don't forget, like go and use what you have, what you've been given because that's, there's power in the word. There's power in the word and there's power in your words. And when you partner with the word of God and you let those words come out of your mouth, then you can bring order back into a dead situation, a dry situation. Let's talk into dominion. So the D is dominion. And so part of dominion, dominion is about, when we look at this in a, a business sense, dominion is about walking in, creating a brand authority, walking into the essence of your brand authority. But when we talk about it from the standpoint of our mental health and us walking out of that experience of suffering and silence, then what I want to ask you is how are you leading yourself behind the scenes? So part of creating an aligned experience is determined by how you lead yourself behind the scenes. And so if you're out here talking empowerment and all of these things and you're trying to empower your audience, but on the inside, you're silently dying. You're suffering. You're feeling hopeless. You're feeling forgotten. You're feeling disconnected. You're feeling separated. You're feeling depressed. You're feeling suicidal. I'm going there. I'm going there because listen, if we don't go here, then we're only leaving open cracks and crevices for the enemy to come in and to steal, kill, and destroy the very gift that God has given you of life, the very gift that God has given you to produce something greater here on earth. And so we want to come to a reckoning of what's going on and we want to decide to come under the authority of the Holy Spirit and to decide to walk in the dominion that has been given to us. And we decide to do that by how we lead ourselves behind the scenes. There are so many things that it, in scripture where you see how Jesus led himself behind the scenes. Not only did he go and he did his ministry and he healed and he blessed and he did all the things, but he slipped away. He slipped away to receive what he needed from Father God, to allow his cup to be filled, to allow himself to receive and whatever it is that he was needing. How many of us are doing that? How many of us are walking in dominion in a way that by the way that we are leading ourselves? Because it's not about how we look. 
in front of people, but it's really how we are leading ourselves behind the scenes that creates that ripple effect, that it creates an overflow that then flows to our audience, that then flows to our family, our communities, our children's children. And so if we, we want to talk about walking in dominion, it's how we are leading ourselves in our relationship and walking with Christ. How are we emulating his, his light here on earth? How are we allowing his light to shine brightly in us in the way that we are walking in the way that we're ministering and encouraging ourselves in the way that we're treating ourselves, um, in eating and working out and journaling and finding outlets to, to unpack what's going on on the inside of us. How are we coaching ourselves through some things who are we reaching out to to receive help and support are we hiring mentors and coaches that align with our 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 values and that can that have walked through some things that can really help us out and to grow past where we're feeling see it's not enough for us to just say that we're sons and daughters and not really walk in the dominion of being sons and daughters. How are we unpacking the things that we're going through and creating dominion in that walking in that part of having dominion is walking in a kingship. It's, it's, and what a king does is they lead and part of leading is leading yourself. The way that we find the framework to lead ourselves is through biblical principles. And so we have to sit back and we got to slip away and we got to find ways to unpack what's going on and to be renewed, to be refreshed. And so some of the ways that you can do that is I just called them out, but just in case you didn't get it, how are you eating? Are you eating healthy meals? Are you sleeping well? You're getting up, taking some time to sleep or are you becoming a slave to your business and you're allowing your business to have dominion over you? How are you spending quality time with yourself and doing things and your family and doing things that fill you up? Do you even know what fills you up anymore? Or are you just caught up in this one thing, this one moment in time, and you're allowing this one issue to have authority, to have dominion over you? Or have you started, stepped away from that and maybe done some things, start to do some things like arts and crafts and creation or walking or going on lunch, a lunch date with your friend or getting back into things that really reignited a fire in you that you used to, it put you in a playful state to where now you're not in so much pressure. Now it's as though you're just in at play. I believe that when Adam and Eve was in the garden and they was in the garden of Eden, they were in paradise. They were in a place of play that they were just in a place to where even though they were doing things, they were at play and it didn't feel the only time that it felt that they were not at play is when they stepped out of the bounds of walking with the Lord and they with the Lord and they sin. And then when they sin, then he said that you will start to sweat by your brow. It, it went into a place of hardship where it no longer felt like they were at play. They felt like they were in hardship. Where have you disconnected from the Lord? And now you are 
when you disconnect from the Lord, you are literally walking in sin because now you're not connected to the one who brings life and who gives you freedom and who gives you abundance. And so when they were in the garden of Eden, they were walking in the abundance of God's presence and his power. And he, they were in a play, a playful place. And when you're in a playful place in your spirit, you're in that childlike place and there's so much freedom there there's so much healing there there's so much authority there there's just so much and so how are you eating how are you exercising what activities are you participating to bring more life back into your life what are you doing how are you leading yourself behind the scenes are you journaling what's your outlet to to verbalize what's going on on the inside of you what does that look like for you get some get a routine down and do it daily do it daily listen i've been here done that and i have let allowed my business to have dominion over me to where I focused so hard on that that I gained weight. My mental health was super poor. I waking up crying and, and for no reason I'm angry and just I'm irritated. I feel stressed. I felt depressed. I felt anxiety. And sometimes I still find myself in that and I have to snap back and be like, you know what? That is not me walking in my dominion. Where, where am I off in my routine and how I'm leading myself? Cause part of your routine is how you're leading yourself. So where am I off in my routine and where do I need to come back to create alignment in my brand? Because my brand is about empowering other people. And so if I'm about empowering other people, I need to be empowered myself. Let's get into the E y'all. We got two more to cover. And so I'm going to run us through these so we can um, get done. So the E for us in our uh, codes, our signature generational wealth codes method is all about expansion. And so when we think about expansion, that is how, you know, most people think go and do a lot more things. But when we look at expansion, expansion is about narrowing your focus. And so when you can narrow your focus, it's like you're digging a deeper well for more water to flow, for you to be able to pull up the, the, the abundance of water out of the ground. And it's just this deep well that's just coming forth and it's creating light. And when you have this deep well that's coming forth a water, then you can expand um, your territory. I'm just, I, The way I'm looking at this is like, a land with crops and all of that and you just got all this water and it's all this abundance instead of just poking little holes in the in in the ground and having just a little bit of water come up here and there like you have this abundance of water that you can do a lot with and so anyway i digress with but for me, um, when we think about it, in, it's about narrowing our focus. And so a lot of times we're suffering in silence and we're in that place of suffering is because we have too many things going on. It's like, I'm trying to be a CEO and I'm also trying to uh, do all the, I'm trying to, as I'm being CEO, I'm trying to expand my brand territory by doing social media um, and then I'm trying to podcast and then I'm trying to do this, this funnel and all this stuff. And so that all in itself can start to make you go into a downward spiral of, of where you start to first feel overwhelmed when you, and then it moves from feeling overwhelmed to now you're feeling anxious when now it moves from feeling anxious to now feeling like there's not enough of time in the day. When you start to move from, I don't feel like there's enough time in the day. 
then now I feel worthless because I can't get stuff done. And why am I even in this business? Because I'm failing. And now since I'm failing, now I'm feeling depressed. And so you, it just, it's all this stuff because your attention is in too many places. The first thing you need to do is to narrow your focus. What are you trying to accomplish? What, it, what season are you in? Because see, listen, there are seasons for a reason. The, if the world operates by a system, if God has things set up by a system, there's summer, there's winter, there's fall, there's, there's spring. That's because in certain seasons, there are certain things that need to be done. What season are you in and what do you need to be focused on to create expansion, to move the needle? So I, and I'm going to say, what do you need to be focused on? Here's the question you can ask yourself to move the needle in your business in this time and in this season everything else is just noise and it's a distraction that is causing you to go into a, down, a downward spiral and it's creating all this pressure and when you're in this pressure then this pressure is starting to cause you to feel like you got to have it all together you got to do all the things and you got to be omnipresent and all this stuff let me tell you the only way to be omnipresent and in, in in a sense is that having a team and we'll talk more about that in the s but really when you're really 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 trying to move the needle in your business even with a team you're focused on one thing and you're going so deep on that one thing that after a while it creates this 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 domino effect that where it's just so much expansion like it's just so much that's just happening it's this ripple effect that's what i want to say a ripple effect where it one thing is trickling off the next thing and the next thing and it's just this you've expanded so where are you looking where are you in your business or in your marriage or wherever you're at and what you're dealing with where have you been looking to the left and the right and where has it been and how has that been causing you overwhelmed and listen, a lot of times we get into this overwhelmed because we're afraid. We're afraid that we're going to fail. And or let's say this, it's and or we are trying to rush a process and everything is, it has its timing. And so babies don't come out as adults. They have to first go through all the stages that is required and then they become an adult and then even as we become adults then there are stages that we go through but for some reason we get in our business and we try to rush things and it it puts us in this place to where we become anxious we become stressed out and we're suffering in silence and our silence becomes where we we just start to get in this place of defeat and stuff. And so one thing that you're doing when you are rushing your the process that God is already destined for you to walk through, then what you're doing is that you have now decided that you're not playing the long game. You're in the short game and you're not walking in the the principles of the long game. And so the long game is what's going to bring the lasting success. And so David, he was David for he was appointed king, but it wasn't years until he actually, he was anointed king, but it wasn't years until he actually walked in the position of being king. He There was this season that he had to go through. And during that season, he had to focus where he was, focus as a shepherd boy, focus then at being a heart player, focus on um, then being a warrior, focus where he was. It was where he had to focus where he was in the season that he was, he was in and being faithful there. And so 
with that being said, he had a long game mindset. It wasn't about just this moment. I'm living in this moment. There was an understanding that this moment was preparation for the next moment and the next moment and the next moment. So where, where have we lost that essence on the inside of us to play the long game? Where have we stopped playing the long game and we surrender to the short game and we've allowed the enemy to come in to steal our joy and make us feel like we're doing something wrong? And since we now we feel like we're doing something wrong, now we're shying back from doing walking and doing the things that's really going to bring sustainable and lasting success with without sacrificing our soul so what is it to gain the whole world and to lose your own soul in the process see when we cultivate a long game mindset we're we're walking in the principles that we're not going to lose our soul in the process because we know that there is a process to this and we don't have to bow down in our emotions and in our mind and in our will to anything less than God's best for us. And so that's the question that you get to ask yourself is where have I decided to not play the long game and where have I shifted my focus to being all over the place instead of just narrowing it down? And what is that narrow focus? Okay. Now let's go to the S which is scale. And so scale is is all about leveraging and creating multiplication effect in your business. But we're going to bring this down again to the mental health part of it. And so part of that in scaling in the mental health to get out of get yourself out of suffering in silence is to seek help. By golly, seek help, sis. Seek help, brother. Seek help. Did you know that? When you seek help, help creates leverage in your life. It creates leverage in your business. It creates leverage all the way around. And it's all about seeking the right help and support. So don't just go to your family who you know that may give you advice that's not going to help you to grow into your next level. It may keep you stagnant. It may feel make you feel some type of way. I've been there. Like I go and I'm, I've tried to reach out to some family members and when I call they start giving me their problems and I'm making me feel more depressed and I'm thinking why did I even call them I feel worse right now and so it couldn't like I can't create leverage from that standpoint because I wasn't speaking to a someone in my community who understand or who understood how to to expand and to have expansive thinking because part of us scaling is us having expansive thinking, tapping into expansive knowledge and wisdom. And that's going to expand us from the inside out, right? And so when we're expanded from the inside, then we can scale our impact on the outside, okay? And so we need to know and understand that we need help. If Jesus, like I alluded to earlier in this episode, if he needed help, you and I, we need help. He started with his 12 and then the 12 grew to 70 plus and then 70 plus it grew to a global impact. Listen, we need help. And so where do we need, where do we need our support? Do we have an inner circle of support? Where do you, and if you don't, I want you to, not make excuses. Don't make excuses. Well, in my family, there's nobody. And well, okay, well, you know what? If you don't have it in your family, what friends do you have? If you don't have it in your friends, who can you hire? 
if you say you don't have funds for it, what can you, how can you barter and trade in time or service to receive help and support? Listen, there's so many options out there. There's so many options. Where can you start? It don't let it be an excuse. Don't let excuses take reign in your life for you not to get help and support that you need so that you can be expanded on the inside so that you can create that leverage on the outside. Because remember, generational wealth is about creating. It's about tapping into generational wisdom and that generational wisdom it creates a healing that transfer from generation to generation that healing becomes that freedom that your children's children gets to walk into so you got to decide that this is not the way that I'm going to live this is not the way I'm not going to stay disconnected from people and from things that's going to help me to expand on the inside because I understand that when I expand on the inside I create leverage on the outside and that that leverage it creates a multiplication effect not only in my life but in my in my business but in my family for generations to come so my challenge to you as we get ready to wrap this thing up is to seek help and to understand what type of help you need. And so part of understanding the type of help you need is to defining that. Don't just go out there and just haphazardly go at this. Think about what help and support looks like for you. What Define it. Literally write it out on paper and to see what you're needing and why you're needing what you're needing and what are you going to do to get what you need and, and, and make a decision that you're not going to let up until you get it. Do you need to go and get a part-time job so you can get your help that you need? Listen, you don't play with your healing because when you can start to be expanded from the inside, then you can expand your territory on the outside. And like, like I said, that creates a transference and so is it not worth it for you to go and pick up a side hustle for you to get the healing that you need or to get the help that you need or to get the mentoring that you need it's time for us to stop suffering in silence and stop thinking that it's okay that we'll be okay someday because someday we may not that someday there's a lot of people where that someday has ended in their last day don't let that be you don't let that be you. And you know, a lot of times that when we, the Bible talks about literally when I was going to say this earlier, our bones, and it does a lot of references to our bones. When we don't deal with our, what the things that's going on on the inside of us, it literally affects our bones. It talks about a crushed, a crushed spirit dries up the bones. It talks about it will, it will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. When you get healing, it's refreshing to your bones. It talks about bones and health in the to the body. The joy of the Lord is 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 healing to the body. It talks about how gracious words are health um, to the soul and the body. It y'all, we got to take time to deal with what's really going on. So if you've been walking around with headaches or there's a misalignment in your body and, or there's pain in your body or you're feeling your bones, there's pain. There's something, this evidence is there's probably something that's off and that you probably need to get some help and support and you need to slow things down. So let's, let's walk this back through real quick. As we get ready to end, y'all kind of went on a rant here, but it wasn't a negative rant. It was very intentional. It was not planned. This conversation was not planned. So I know it was necessary 
So don't just be a hearer of what I just said. Do something with what you've heard by starting with your codes. And so you can go and remember creativity being, and part of creativity is remembering that you're a powerful creator and you get to create an atmosphere of healing. Okay. The O you asking, this is operations, asking yourself, where do I need to bring order back to a lifeless situation? D dominion. That's asking yourself part of creating dominion is, is determined by how do I, how am I leading myself behind the scenes? That's how you create dominion. E is expansion. It's narrowing your focus and deciding to play the long game. So asking yourself, what are you focusing on in this time and in this season that is going to help you and aid in playing the long game? This C is about scaling. And so we know that scaling is us to, we expand uh, by internally so that we can scale externally. And so where do we, we want to ask ourselves, where do we need to seek help in our life? our business, our marriage, whatever area that is for us. Listen, you guys, these generational wealth codes, this is something we do not play with. I am so serious about creating gen uh, a generational wealth and the type of generational wealth. Not only is it, it's, it's not only about a financial overflow, but it's about the free freedom that we create in our life and in our business. And part of that freedom is, is us walking out of these patterns or suffering in silence. It's not okay. It's not okay. And so if you need a coach that understands and what this looks like and who has a background in not only human behavior, but also in the freedom ministries and all of the other just healing type things, but also is very business savvy. You want to book your one-on-one -on -one call with me because let me tell you, I will walk you out of some things and I will do it if you're ready for it. But you got to be ready for it. You got to be open and you got to be receptive. You know, there's a lot of people who go to counseling and they say, oh, I go to counseling, such and such or whatever, but I'm not getting any results. Well, a lot of times you're not getting those results is because you're not really, you wasn't really open and ready to receive a next level of healing. You wasn't open and ready to receive a next level of change and transition that's going to empower you into a next level. So if you're ready to do that, in, in in by integrating your life and your business, your faith and your business, then we, my team and I, we are ready to walk hand in hand with you. We can do that through private coaching, and we can do that through our our next level accelerator program. I'm gonna put all the information in the bio. You can check that out. But let me tell you, don't take this moment for granted. We are here to support you. I hope that you have been blessed by this episode. Until next time, bye. Did that episode feel juicy or what? If so, please do me a favor and take 30 seconds to write a review. Your review helps us to spread the mission of creating generational wealth around the world. And if you tag me on IG stories, I'll be sure to reshare the love. And don't forget to join our Kingdom Collaborators Network, where we're coming together to intentionally collaborate to grow our business. Until next time, remember, for with Christ, 
nothing is impossible.